0: on this week's episode number eight of the midi innovation vault series the deep dive into medical and scientific accelerators incubator labs and development communities midi medical product development ceo gregory montalbano speaks with dr tom luby who's the director of innovation at texas medical center also known as TMC Innovation. In this role, Tom oversees all of the TMC Innovation efforts, which focuses on research, education, and commercialization of novel healthcare solutions. Prior to Tom's role at TMC, he was the head of J-Labs at TMC in Houston. During Tom's J-Lab role, he worked with various teams to catalyze and support the translation of science and technology into valuable solutions for patients across the pharmaceutical, medical device, and consumer healthcare sectors. Tom originally started at Boston's Johnson & Johnson Innovation as a new ventures lead. In that role, he was instrumental in fostering many deals, including the expansion of J-Labs to the Toronto location. Prior to J&J, Tom spent 15 years in various R&D as well as business development positions, most recently as senior director of research ventures at Shire. Nine of those years were spent working in R&D and operational roles across three Boston startup biotech companies. Tom received a Bachelor of Science in Biology from State University of New York and PhD in Immunology from the Sackler School of Biomedical Sciences at Tufts University. On today's podcast, Greg and Tom will be discussing in detail what TMC Innovation and J-Labs Houston is all about. A deep dive will be taken into the inner workings of TMC Innovation and JLABs Ecosystem. Together, they will discuss the methods of mentoring and support offered to the entrepreneurial group spanning medical, scientific, and biotechnology applications. Tom will also outline the various TMC and JLab's corporate, university, industry, as well as venture partner networks that support their members. Greg and Tom's discussion will also include what TMC Innovation looks for in a startup and how they can apply to TMC's programs. Today's podcast discussion will also cover new medtech and biotech innovative initiatives and exciting breakthroughs that are expected on the horizon from the TMC Innovation and JLab member network. Tom will also discuss real-world examples on what he has personally experienced and seen as a director of both organizations. So please stay tuned and enjoy.
1: Welcome to the Midi Innovation Vault podcast. My name is Greg Montalbano, and I'm your host as well as principal of Midi Medical Product Development. On today's podcast, our guest is Tom Luby, who is the director of TMC Innovation. Welcome, Tom. Great to be here. Great. So what I love about Your background, Tom, is that it spans corporate to startup organizations, including biopharma to medical devices, as well as the venture world. So Tom, could you please share with the listeners your background, as well as your passion of taking early entrepreneurial group research and technology innovation, as well as applying TMC innovation support methods to de-risk and validate and grow an entrepreneurial idea?
2: Yeah, happy to, Greg. You know, at the core, I consider myself a startup person. That's where I got sort of broke into the industry, if you will, I'm in biotech in Boston, really with a few different startups. And you know, got to see the two things really. One, you know, the, the reality of startups, the the wonderful experience that they provide and the challenges in which they exist in terms of funding and talent recruitment and all those different things. And the other piece is, you know, thinking about commercialization of healthcare ideas, really focused on taking you know a core idea, understanding a problem, and then launching a solution against it. And, and really my career has been, it follows that general thesis. As you mentioned, I've done it from inside of the startup. I've been on the corporate side, both at Shire before it was acquired by Takeda and, and Johnson & Johnson. Um, and I find that you know, the, the combination of the two startups along with a strategic, a thoughtful strategic partner really increases the opportunity and the chance for those healthcare solutions to come to market. And that core thesis is how we think about what we do every day. We focus on the entrepreneur and their startup, and we just look for ways to create the opportunity for success here at Texas Medical Center in Houston uh, as we move forward.
1: Great. And in this series, we're talking with several accelerators, incubator labs, and as we've experienced, Each center has their own unique method, value proposition when selecting and mentoring, supporting their entrepreneurial group members. So the listeners and I are very interested in TMC, TMC Innovation, the J-Labs, in essence, the Houston ecosystem that you're a part of. So Tom, could you describe to the listeners what TMC Innovation and J-Labs Accelerator and Incubator programs, as well as their co-working spaces are all about?
2: Sure. And I'll just reflect on what I was talking about before. We focus on the entrepreneur and we focus on giving their startup, their solution, the best opportunity to be successful here in what is the largest medical complex in the world. Whether it's at J-Labs or in one of our programs, and I'm happy to go into details uh, about that, kind of come at it from five different areas. If you think about what does an entrepreneur need to be Successful, most people will put point to funding. And that's incredibly important. And and we do think about that a lot. We have our own venture fund. So we're able to invest in select startups. And we're always interested in recruiting capital uh, and highlighting the companies in order to give them the best opportunity to be invested in. But you know, giving a company money doesn't mean that they necessarily spend it in the most effective and efficient ways. So we also think about surrounding them with our community, both from the hospitals, what we call our member institutions, you know, thinking about clinical uh, folks that can be helpful as they think about how to test their solutions uh, in, in, in humans. We think about the other startups in our community, lots of times, you know, an individual entrepreneur facing a journey loves to have the opportunity to engage with other like-minded individuals, learn from them, get support from them. And then we think about our partners as well. You mentioned J&J. They have two sites here with us. One is the JLab site, which is a wet lab incubator turnkey solution for those that that need to get into labs and continue to work their science forward. We also have the Center for Device Innovation here as well, which is a medical device prototyping facility uh, in which you can get access to the equipment, but also importantly, access to J&J expertise when it comes to thinking about the journey that a medical device company uh, would take forward. We do run programs, Uh, Greg, you mentioned, you know, this is a podcast about accelerators and we run a couple of accelerators. We have a health tech accelerator focused on digital health solutions and medical device uh, solutions. We also recently launched in a, a cancer therapeutics accelerator as well, focused on mostly academics, principal investigators and postdocs that are thinking about starting their own companies and helping them understand what that journey, what that journey looks like. Uh, and then finally, you know, our brand's important. So the, like I said, the mar- largest medical center in the world. You know, how can we raise the profile of our startups? How can we create the opportunity for them uh, to be seen in the in the larger complex here, but more globally? We run a couple of three Bio Bridges, so international programs that allow for our startups to take advantage of opportunities outside of the U.S. And then importantly, for startups in those geographies. To come to Houston and be able to be successful here with us as well. So, lots of different items, things that we do, but really focused on the entrepreneur, understanding the problem that's trying to solve, and giving them the best opportunity to be successful here at the Medical Center.
1: That's great, and I've been uh, in the center before, and I've spoken to a lot of startups. Very robust ecosystem, and I see how you know, you and your groups have taught them a lot from many perspectives, from the science perspective, technology, usability, uh, as well as their ability to present themselves and create a proper business case. So could you talk a bit more about how your organizations create that environment and that learning process where members can learn and apply the TMC innovation entrepreneurial thinking for the process of growth and development as related to medtech or biotech?
2: Yeah, I think the simplest way to think about that is we make sure that the entrepreneurs get access to the right set of experience at the right time. You know, my team is relatively small and generally, and this is going to be a repetitive generally, we have to be generalists, if you will. Mm -hmm. So we kind of know the right direction that many of these different startups need to take. But it's important for us to get the right expertise, deep expertise associated with the founders and the entrepreneurs in order for them to make the best decisions moving forward. And, you know, the things that I talked about, programs and space and you know, funding in our platform, it really is about bringing together the right experts at the right time for the stage of the company in order for them to, to excel and to move their project forward. The the details always matter. We can't be experts in all the details, but we can know the experts and make sure we bring them to bear as needed.
1: And that's, uh, that's something I've seen at, in TMC. So there's great value in offering those early entrepreneurs and startups and accelerator incubator that scales, right? So How does the organization position itself with the entrepreneurial members to fulfill the role of fostered collaborations with other entities, universities, industries, strategic partners, certainly in Houston, there's a robust hospital network, uh, healthcare, life science players, as well as other venture partner networks.
2: Yeah, you're right. You know, we have six major enterprise hospital systems here, a number of corporate partners, the list goes on. And, you know, if you're an entrepreneur and you just showed up here and tried to make your way, it would be, you know, entrepreneurs. I never, I never bet against them certainly could do it, but engaging with our team or the team at J labs gives you an efficiency and, and a, a bigger footprint. You're more effective by working with us. Cause we, we always are working on our relationships, trying to get to know, you know, the people in the hospitals, the leadership, the clinicians, we, we have great relationships with our corporate partners. We know what they're looking for. We understand the problems that they feel that they're facing and, you know, the solutions that they might be looking for. And, and we can match make incredibly effectively in order to get the startup a chance to have a great first few meetings and start to gain some traction as well as be trusted by our Community partners that the startups that we introduce them to have been vetted, diligenced, and are of sufficient quality, if you will, uh, that it's worth their time to, to sit down and take the meetings.
1: So, Tom, could you please share with the listeners your thoughts relative to best methods of optimizing and maintaining alignment between both sides of early research and development efforts and the industry demands? So, during early and later stage med tech and biotech development, in essence, bridging that translational gap. So how does TMC innovation help entrepreneurs bridge that gap?
2: Yeah, that gap is a real thing. When you talk about, you know, a strategic, especially a corporate or an enterprise hospital system, and what they're looking for, what's what's their need today versus an early stage startup and when they could provide that need in terms of product development. So so you have people, let's just say on the corporate side, that' are very focused on you know their near term P and l. They're thinking about top line revenue growth. They're trying to manage their bottom line, especially from an R and d spend. And you know if you're a really early stage startup, it's hard to get them interested. there's and there's just a practical reality that you know it's going to take your solution, med device solution, let's say five years, to get to market. How do you get a strategic to pay attention to that? As you move forward, and it isn't in kind of straight business development relationships. Those are pretty rare. It, they, they happen, especially if the technology is is being seen as really cutting edge. But you know, mostly you have to think about it. The startup should think about it from you know building a relationship over time. In many cases, being willing to take meetings, multiple meetings. People change on the corporate side. So sometimes while you're building this relationship, a key person will move into a different role or move out of the strategic and you have to feel like you have to, have to start over. And we can be helpful there. We can certainly uh, make sure that the conversations are taking place at an appropriate uh, pace, if you will, that we know the individual. So if somebody turns over who the other person is that they, they should begin to talk to. Um, we can provide a little bit of capital. We certainly do that. We we help startups write grants. Grants can be incredibly important and effective early in the career of an entrepreneur and their startup. We do venture fund for certain ones, uh, you know. So we, the the reality is, a startup usually has to spend a little bit more time working on their own product and their solution before strategic really gets engaged and interested. Um, and so the the things that we do that are focused in trying to make sure that the relationships maintained well, that there's, you know, sufficient capital to keep the, the startup going, that they have a place to call home. Um, those are, those are all important things for our, from our perspective.
1: Excellent. So is the TMC innovation and JLab's labs ecosystem programs open to anyone?
2: They are. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if you're in, in the healthcare space, you're an entrepreneur, you know, you have, needs that are maybe programmatic. If we talk about the accelerator, maybe space needs, maybe you need wet lab space. If we think about, about J-Labs, there's a way to engage with us. In many cases it's an application process, but um, it's, it's certainly an open system and we always look to, to meet some new people and hear about some great new thoughts.
1: So what's the typical makeup of the TMC innovation entrepreneur and do they run from early research stages all the way through to funded companies?
2: Yeah, that's that's exactly right. They tend to cluster around, let's say, the, the the solution they're trying to bring forward. So, medical device companies tend to be earlier stage, smaller companies, scrappier on the funding side. Our digital health companies usually a la- later stage, bigger teams, more well funded, selling products. Uh, same is true for the the therapeutic side, a little earlier stage. You know, things that have just come out of uh, the laboratories, uh, through publicly funded companies that we have in our community as well on the therapeutic side. So we we see a little bit of everything, but, um, generally the therapeutics medical device companies are pre-revenue, uh, you know, trying to continue to raise risk capital. Many of the digital companies are already have revenue and have raised significant funds. Okay. Blanket statements, but relatively accurate. Okay.
1: Okay. And uh, what have you seen lately that's being developed at TMC Innovation or J Labs in their entrepreneur network that would be considered industry hot topics, new technology applications, and growth areas?
2: Yeah, hot topics right now are in and around data and what to do with data. So, you know, we hear a lot of companies thinking about hospital data or other data sets. You know, de-identification and then monetization of the data sets. And we've been engaged in a number of conversations along that way. The data is incredibly important because, you know, if you haven't heard about AI and machine learning, uh, you haven't been paying attention and people are always looking for data sets for training and validation. And so there's a lot of stakeholders in that space trying to understand like what the value prop is for each each party and, and how to move forward Uh, with data sets in a compliant and effective manner. So lots of conversations uh, in that space. You know, here in Texas, there's always been a strong cardiovascular bent, especially on the device side. So we are always interested in um, the latest and greatest in in device development and cardiovascular, especially uh, congestive heart failure. So lots of technology that we see uh, in that space. Orthopedics as well is another big Um, opportunity here at the medical center in terms of being able to get to clinical access, new ways of thinking, designing devices, um, et cetera. So there's just a couple thoughts.
1: Okay. So what type of groups and or companies does TMC Innovation consider for acceptance into the different programs offered? And how do you recommend those groups get started on their path to be part of the TMC Innovation or the J-Labs ecosystem?
2: Yeah. So we think about healthcare, that's our vertical, you know, I've described, you know, it can be med device, it can be digital, it can be therapeutic. So, you know, that's a pretty broad remit. So what we, what we look for um, are entrepreneurs that are spending the time to really understand the problem that they're trying to solve. You know, the old sort of Einstein off quoted statement, you know, if you had an hour, to solve a problem. He'd spend 55 minutes understanding the problem before uh, he thought about the solution. And, and that, that there's an ethos to how we think about things uh, here as well. Like, do you really understand the problem you're trying to solve? It's, it's in a complicated space, healthcare. And I think people jump to a solution, especially, you know, Greg, if we think about medical device, you want to have something you can hold and, and play with. That's your, you know, your prototype and your solution. But you know, do you understand how the money flows um, from reimbursement, or or from the provider's perspective? You know, can you think about the regulatory path? Is it you know, is it best to go five ten k, or is it or is it maybe that's not the best way to go? And so we really want to make sure that our entrepreneurs that we work with um, are spending the time and effort to really understand the problem. Of course, the solution is important, um, but the problem uh, at the beginning is what we look. Or understanding the problem—that's what we look for. So you know, people can come to us in many different ways. You know, literally, we get emails all the time. Not the not the best way to do it. The best way is to try and talk to some people uh, in our community. Um, if you know somebody at a, at the hospitals or one of our partners, our corporate partners, get introduced. Uh, we'd love to we love to talk to people. But uh, what we look for, and and also, I'd be remiss if I didn't say you know, we have applications open for our health tech accelerator or our cancer therapeutics accelerator. Those are, or our bio-design program. Those are incredibly efficient ways to get in touch with us as well, but we'll ask about the problem. We'll focus on the problem that the entrepreneur is trying to solve and how well they understand that problem as our first gate to whether or not it makes sense for us to work with them. Excellent.
1: So when a medical or biotech group is accepted, to the TMC innovation program, are there costs or fees involved for that startup group or is it subsidized by the program? And also is there funding that can be won or sourced through your organization structure or their connections?
2: Yeah, uh, generally our programs, when you first engage with them are no strings attached. So our accelerators on our biodesign, uh, well, biodesign is a little different. I can talk about that, but both our accelerators at the outset, are no strings attached. Our cancer therapeutics accelerator remains no st- strings attached throughout. Our med device and digital health accelerator, we will take warrants in the companies for for the opportunity for subsequent investment down the road uh, in the companies that make it into the final accelerator. But that that that's a multi-step uh, phase, and there's lots of opportunities to engage with us with under the no strings attached uh, model. Uh, yeah, in terms of like how we think about helping the companies get funding. I mentioned grant funding. It's incredibly important. We have a set of grant writers that we work with and we provide to the companies at no cost to help them uh, be efficient and effective at doing that. We do have a $25 million Evergreen Venture Fund that we provide, uh, you know, seed the Series A investments and select companies that are in our, our community. Um, and I mentioned our biodesign program. That's that's where we don't recruit companies, but rather we accrue we recruit founders, entrepreneurs, uh, to come and spend a year with us, uh, really understanding a problem, as I mentioned before, and then and then launching a solution at the end uh, that meets the needs of our hospitals or our, our corporate partners as well. And that's a year in residence, uh, paid program. So that's a that's a little bit of a different animal, if you will, than our accelerators.
1: Okay, and that segues into my next question how long does each program run? You're, you're mentioning that that you have a year long program, the accelerator programs. How long do they run?
2: Six months um, for the health tech accelerator, nine months for the cancer therapeutics accelerator.
1: Okay, great. And Tom, what's your best advice that you'd be willing to share with an early entrepreneurial group to allow them to understand how to best position themselves so they can be taken seriously and considered for acceptance when applying to your programs. You mentioned, prior, you know, truly understanding unmet needs, clinical healthcare needs, and highlighting their competitive differentiation, and understanding their customers. Uh, is there any other little advice that you'd like to give them to better position themselves for acceptance?
2: Yeah, maybe two things when we, we first meet uh, individuals, um, you know, and I talked about understanding a problem. We love it when people are curious. Um, they ask us as many questions as we ask them, uh, and they surprise us with an insight around a problem that we hadn't thought about before. That usually means that you've you've really spent the time and effort to, to understand the problem. What's associated with that um, is kind of what, what your background is. If you're interested in a particular problem, but you've never had any background experience in that problem. It, you know, it strains credibility that you're going to be the one that really, that can really understand it. So we love to see this set of like, you know, I've spent time, you know, in these, in this particular industry and through that industry, I saw this as a problem and I've spent a lot of time understanding the problem. Here's a differentiated perspective that most people don't have. Um, And then, and then we get really excited about talking to them about what the solution looks like.
1: This has really been informative and myself as well as the MIDI Innovation Vault podcast listeners appreciate your time. So with the minute we have left, if a healthcare or life science company wanted to be considered for your programs, what's the best way for them to reach out to you or the TMC Innovation team?
2: Yeah, I think that the the best way, I'd say the most efficient way is go to TMC Google TMC Innovation and you'll see our programmatic offerings. Um, and then apply for a program. If there's one that's interesting to you, we'll always follow up uh, from that as well. If you're in and around Houston, please stop by. Our doors are always open. Um, That's certainly a way to do. But, you know, Greg, you know me well. So if people reach out to you and you want to send them my way, that's also an incredibly effective way. I love to get introduced to to new people and uh, would look forward to understanding the things that they're
1: thinking about. Great. And again, if any Midi Innovation Vault podcast listeners have any questions about this episode, you can email us directly at innovation at midipedia.com and we'll reach out to you. So with the seconds we have left, what golden nugget of wisdom would you like to pass on to entrepreneurial startups in their early stage of research, planning, and growth?
2: Understand your problem. Understand it from multiple directions. Find an insight that you don't think anybody else has had. And you'll certainly get me and my team's attention.
1: Excellent. And with that said, I wanna thank our guest, Tom Luby of TMC Innovation for his time today. And again, Tom, thank you for being here and sharing your experience and your insight. Always a pleasure, Greg. Just a reminder to our MIDI Innovation Vault podcast listeners to please tune in to the next podcast, episode nine of this series. For episode nine, which is the final episode for the series, I created a unique curated podcast that reveals my personal insight and knowledge as related to the necessary defining characteristics of innovation accelerators and startups. So in this podcast, I will also outline to you in detail my MedTech Startup Guide for aspiring entrepreneurs who are at the beginning of their quest to start a new company around their MedTech and biotech technology and applications. This final series podcast will afford the early entrepreneurial vision into subjects covering the startup process, funding sources, presenting to investors, financing terminology, company and equity considerations, resources, factors for success, and more. So we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to episode eight of Midi's
0: Innovation Vault series on the deep dive into medical and scientific accelerators, incubator labs, and development communities with host and principal of Midi Medical Product Development, Gregory Montalbano. If you have any questions or comments on today's podcast or would like to schedule a complimentary consultation with Greg about your business, you can reach by phone at 1-631-467-8686 or email innovation at midipd.com. If you enjoyed this podcast content, Please follow MIDI on social media to download informative industry related white papers and industry supporting material at www.midipd.com. That's M I D I P D.com.